0: Welcome to the Legally Sound Smart Business Show, your weekly look at legal news and questions in the business world. Here are your hosts, Nasser Pasha and Matt Staub.
1: All right, welcome to our business law podcast where we cover business in the news and add our legal twist. My name is Nasser Pasha, and I'm the co-host of the show, <laughs> and, and we I'm... have another co-host as well. <laughs> Gosh. And you are? Matt Staub. Oh, Matt Staub, that's right.
2: You're in like a pitch black environment, so I can't see when you're speaking, (laughs) recording in darkness.
1: I'm sorry. I think we would have
2: gotten it down by now, but I guess not, never will.
1: Someday we'll be uh, jiving together, working with each other well. Yeah. Someday. (laughs) So I feel like I just talked about this on the
2: podcast, so forgive me listeners if I did, but the spot that I go, usually go to to fill up my gas is right across the street from a radio shack. And I think it's pretty funny because I thought all the radio shacks were shut down. And that's, I guess what we're talking about today. And regardless of whether the store is doing well, which it isn't, I recognize the name as a very important name. And that's kind of what's going on in this bankruptcy auction is they're segregating the company name and intellectual property, or they're going to sell it off separately from everything else, stuff like the, the store leases, etc. Expecting to get $20 million for it, which, you know, at its prime, Radio Shack was worth well over that. But, you know, after they sell that name and the, the IP, it's probably, a pr- I guess you have your inventory, but it's probably a pretty undesirable leftover of assets, especially those, especially those leases.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. Let's say that you buy, first of all, the bids start at $20 million, right? So let's say that you're a company and you buy Radio Shack, the name for $20 million plus, what are you gonna do with that thing? I mean, it's that's gonna be hard to get your money back, I feel.
2: Commercial leases are expensive. That's just that's the way it is. And these are these Radio Shacks are gonna be fairly good sized stores. You know, that's a lot of a lot of money. Well
1: mo- No, hold, hold on the 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 name Radio Shack is being sold for twenty million. There's about one thousand one hundred Radio Shack leases that are put on sale. Which seems strange, right? Okay, how can you sell a lease? But basically you're they're selling the right to assume the lease because that's a lot of, you know, a thousand other leases. That's a, that's a lot of property and being able to get in there by getting that lease assumed, it might be a good location and so forth. So, okay. And they may have negotiated some pretty good leases. So yeah, it's actually separate.
2: Oh, sorry. I I wasn't, I heard you talking about something. I just assumed you were talking about
1: the leases. So. Uh, (laughs) Actually I I assume the same thing every time you talk, I just assume you're talking about leases. So, but like I said, this is a pretty
2: interesting arrangement because we've definitely talked about this before. How when you purchase a business, there's different ways you can do it. I mean, you can purchase the what is Radio Shack a corporation? I would guess.
1: Yeah, it's a corp, Delaware.
2: You know, you can purchase the stock. You can purchase the assets. There's, there's different ways of going when you when you buy a business, quote unquote. There's different ways of going about it. So regardless of whether there are value in some of these spaces that they've leased out. I mean, I think Radio Shack does say, hey, you know, that our value is in this name and this rolling back to my story, I, you know, I agree with it is I saw the name Radio Shack and it still means something to me. Like I know what that is. I, I mean, I would never probably go there cause I just would shop on shop online, but it's not a shock to people that brand names can have significant value.
1: See, that's what's weird is that once someone buys that name, they won't be Radio Shack. They, don't, they can do anything they want. They can open up a grocery store under Radio Shack, I suppose. I mean, I guess it depends upon the, the limits between the trademark rights of that particular brand name. The yeah. point is is that I just don't get what they're going to do with it. I mean, even if you put up a website, assuming the RadioShack.com comes with that, which I would assume it does, because in theory, the, the brand name could be separate from the domain name because the domain name is a separate asset. Well, anyway, I mean, I'm sure whoever buys it will see their biggest shareholder
2: is the one who's going to bid on or wants to is allegedly the one who's going to bid on this.
1: Oh, you're right. So maybe, maybe they just want to resurrect it. That's very possible. You're right. That's probably most likely.
2: It has to be something along those lines. Cause like you were saying, it's, (laughs) you know, what are you going to do with that? So you have, these tra- you have this trademark filed for this specific
1: class and then you have the domain name and... And it looks like most likely that's going to... I mean, I can't imagine some outsider buying it. So most likely a shareholder is going to buy it and make sense. And, and so there's a lot of different assets that Radio Shack could sell and I'm sure that either is, is bundled up other places. But like, for example... What about all the customer information? Sometimes that's transferable. Sometimes that's not, just depending upon the privacy policy of how they obtain that information oh, yeah. or their marketing information. You know, they have quite a bit of research and that data could be could be useful and it's an independent right. So a lot of things going on there.
2: Yeah, because it, all it said was the company name and intellectual property, which I mean, the name is. Intellectual property, right? It's so. Yeah. Yeah. What is intellectual property could be many things. You know, I don't really know what that includes. Why don't we just bid on it?
1: Yeah. And let's just wait and see what we get. <laughs> Maybe they'll send it to us in the mail. <laughs> the intangible assets. <laughs> yeah.
2: Get our delivery. So we're already getting those Red Bulls <laughs> delivered. We can also get our shipment of intangible assets delivered. <laughs> uh, I hope they have uh, overnight delivery though. Yeah. I just went to RadioShack.com and like one of the, like the stuff they're selling on their front page is just useless, (laughs) useless. Nine volt batteries. I'm sure they're
1: selling the inventory too. Yeah.
2: The first spot I worked for was a farming supply store. And after a few months, it was announced that they were going out of business, but a new place was set to open up immediately after, like essentially immediately after the store closed down or soon thereafter. And You know, one of the employees there who'd worked there a long time was considering just buying all the assets or all the inventory and then reopening with a different brand. So a lot of the things that Radio Shack probably has are things that people would buy. Just maybe they're not the most, I don't know how many nine volt batteries you're selling, but it's...
1: (laughs) No, you're right. I don't know what it is. There's just a weird stigma behind Radio Shack. Like I'm looking at these things and you're right. They're all things that I would buy, but... I would never. I don't just don't feel like buying it from them. I don't. I don't know what it is.
2: Well, because you just buy everything online pretty much nowadays. Or not you, but just a lot of people.
1: Yeah, I'm just gonna buy it for twenty million, (laughs) so I can shut it down. (laughs) Shut it down. Good purchase. Shut it down. Good write-off for the year. (laughs) (laughs) Also, good write-up. I'll write about it.
2: Offset your capital gains. That's right. No joke. I went to RadioShack.com and my internet crashed. So great. Not saying that had to do with it. <laughs> but like I said, I think the big thing here is the intangible versus tangible assets. So we we were talking about intellectual property, we're talking about intangible assets and I'd actually be curious to know the value of the tangible assets that they had, just in comparison to that twenty million or approximately twenty million that they're expecting to get. One of those has to be more valuable than the other for them to do something like that, or yeah, there's a business reason behind that, and
1: I guess we'll maybe keep an eye on this and see what the auctions are, what that includes. yeah, I think most people will be surprised that their brand is worth that much, especially from a dying company. Best Buy is obviously still around, but what was the other? I was gonna say like comp USA or something
2: yes. I did a project on Best Buy and we had to do competitors and we did Radio Shack, CompUSA and possibly even HH Gregg. Oh, yeah. People want to hear this. So I'm glad I'm, <laughs> I'm glad I'm <laughs> continuing on
1: with it. Tell us more about yeah. your homework and homework with that you had. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks for joining us. Keep it sound. Keep it smart.
0: This has been the Legally Sound Smart Business Show with your hosts, Nasir Pasha and Matt Stop. but rather is offered only for general informational and educational purposes. You should not act or rely on any information in the podcast without first seeking the advice of an attorney. The opinions expressed in the podcast reflect the views of those individuals and do not necessarily represent the views of any other individual or business. For more information about the Legally Sound Smart Business Show, visit LegallySoundSmartBusiness.com.